every once in a while, there's a new TV show that just got everyone talking. Oh, yeah. You're talking about that show with the girl with the tattoo. Yes. Blind Spot. It looks so yes. good. They find this girl in the middle of Times Square. She's completely naked. She has no idea who she is. And her whole body's covered in tattoos. And those tattoos turn out to be clues they use to solve crimes. That girl who plays the lead, Jamie, Jamie Alexander, Alexander. She totally Ooh, kicks butt. She is hot. She beats up three guys with her bare hands. That is three more guys than I could do that to. <laughs> Look, you do not want to miss the premiere of Blind Spot. Mondays after The Voice, beginning September 21st on NBC. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hey guys, welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm here with the gorgeous, sexy, beautiful Jessa Hinton. And she too, like myself, has a podcast on Podcast One called Anything Goes with Jessa. Mm-hmm. Now, can I ask you anything I want? Anything. Okay. So, have you ever slept with Hef? No. Okay. And were you at the Playboy Mansion when Kendra and Holly... No. No, is that, that happened before you. Yeah, I was already uh, Crystal. There was Shara, uh, the twins. Uh, oh, Crystal, but no, I, right. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't there when uh, the girls next door were there. Oh, okay. So you did you read Holly Madison's book at all? I read a little bit of it. Um, I would like to... Because uh, I was friends with her, so I'd rather yeah. just not look at her in that light. Um and I have uh, different opinions when it comes to Kendra and, and the girls. Because what you see is on TV. You right. Really no, of course. I know. Behind the scenes. Um, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but as far as Holly, the interaction that I've had with her and Kendra, it's always been great. So I would just rather not really dive into it and have uh, biased feelings on it. Yeah, no, I get it. I just – my girlfriend that I wrote two books with wrote with her on that book. Okay. So I read the book and I was just like, hmm. I mean, like I, I always wondered what went on behind like closed doors. But – I mean, I still want to think of Hef as this, like, perfect person that didn't do anything wrong, had a super clean... I mean, that's how I'm going to do it. And that's how he was to me. Like, yeah. he never hit on me, never made me feel uncomfortable. Um, I never lived there. Well, that a was lot one of person's that. view. Do you correct, know I mean? correct. That was her view. That was her experience. That doesn't mean everyone experienced that. Right. Otherwise, I'm sure there'd be a lot more books. Yeah. <laughs> People dishing out uh, some right. gossip, yeah. Um, all right. So, tell us, um, who was the first celebrity you've ever slept with? Um, I actually don't starfuck. Oh, I can say that. Yeah, yeah, you can. Okay, okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, you never I, I, have, not in your whole life. The only person that I've ever, I guess, slept with that has some kind of uh, status now is uh, he's an Instagram celebrity. Is Dan Bilzerian? I don't know who that is. Um, he has like ten million followers on what Instagram. Is, what is he like? A mo- what does he do? He used to be a poker player. So I met him uh, about five years ago. We dated for three years exclusively. Um, but now he's known for fucking girls, oh. lots of money, and traveling around the world. So he oh, was, God. yeah. So that that <laughs> again, you can understand being a, a celebrity or a persona. That's how you want to you know the public to view to view you but when I was with him there were no other girls like right. we were home buddies we played video games but I moved to LA he basically gave me an ultimatum either be a stay-at-home girlfriend or pursue your career and he came from money and I didn't like I right. worked my ass off so it's like every time we fought he'd be like oh well you you know have nothing without me I'm like all right we're done yeah that's not ever cool by the way like that's what you you will you're fighting so hard to get to the point where you're like guess what I don't need you mm-hmm. and I want you and that's why you're here exactly you know as a woman I think that we kind of get pigeonholed into this, oh, yeah, take care of us, take care of us. But I, I know more and more women these days that are making a huge name for themselves without a man. And I think it's so important for women to be a me before a we. I always say that because I see all these girls getting wrapped up and quitting their jobs and moving in with guys. And it's like, honey, the first fight, you're out and you just gave up your job. 
That's what I preach all the time, especially in the industry that we're in. I feel that girls, um, and I can even go back to Playboy, girls move from Utah or wherever they're from, their little small town, and they have that one month of stardom. And then they're like, oh, my rent's due. And what do they do? They either whore themselves out or they find a guy that has money and they kind of give up any kind of drive that they had in that initial month. So with me, I went to school for business. So that was a stepping stone. Playboy was never my end all. Like that was just something to do and I checked it off. Exactly. And also, I'm one of the oldest, uh, the eldest girls that was asked to be a playmate. I was 27 when they asked me I saw that. divorced with a kid that's amazing so it was kind of like all right like why not um but a lot of the girls that I know that I'm friends with I see them going to Dubai and oh, I say God, yes right? I'm telling you and I really want to go to Dubai but I but won't go just right. because I'm principal because right. exactly. it looks like well, I'm one of those girls you're a hooker and I'm not right. so we have fake rooms so the first thing people are gonna be like oh you're going to buy to Dubai I mm-hmm. see and yeah like, no I really do kind of want to go even though I'm a little frightened <laughs> but I don't want to be one of those girls like Mm-mm. I it's just it's sad, but I think that anytime people do, I'm sure you get this a lot. People look at you and they're like, you're a beautiful girl. She can't be that smart. Like mm-hmm. they say, oh my God, you're actually smart. And you're like, fuck you. Yep. I, I actually, why are you saying actually? Yeah. Like, no, just because you look this way doesn't mean that you can't be intelligent too. Well, one of the reasons I changed my hair is because it was getting to a point where, again, on Instagram, I she have- She has red hair now, guys. Yes. She had blonde when I was looking her up last night. <laughs> um, I kept being put in this category of playmate or of like the uh, Instagram models with the big boobs that just take good tip right. pictures. It's like, no, no, no. Like I have so much other things I'm doing, but I don't need to, to flaunt everything that I have going on behind the scenes because right. it's like when I make it, that's when I'll talk about it. You don't need to say, one of the worst things is hashtag blessed, hashtag big things coming. It's like, no, 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 don't talk about it. Be about it. So all the things that I have going on, they're coming to fruition. And the red hair, once I started posting the type of jobs. It looks and the great, type of, by the way. It's a little dark for my liking right now. It's It'll a little too. It'll probably lighten up. When, did you just color it? Yeah. So it was, um, I went from bleach blonde to red. And so the red looked orange. So then I went a little bit darker and right. now it's just like brown, um, but it'll fade back to a copper. It looks really good. Thank you. I like but it. I'm being taken a lot more seriously, which is right. sad that a hair color had to it's, change. It's just, it is what it is. You see big <laughs> boobs and blonde guys, like they just dumb it down and you're like, no, I can, I can hang with you. What do you want to talk about? But talk again, about? the boobs came from having my son. Oh. I didn't even want big boobs. But well, my son stretched did you my have boobs, big boobs out before. No, I had like really? beautiful big B, small perky C's, um, and then they went to F's after I had my son. Oh my and so the only way that I couldn't you have to fill out the skin exactly, or I'd have an anchor scar. Right, and, and it's like no, not I'm not good. having that life. No, no. <laughs> no I, I have some friends. I'm like, don't get the lift. Just get a bigger implant because mm-hmm. that scar. I'm sorry when I see it, it doesn't turn me on. It makes me think, oh, that was painful. Like I don't. And, there's not enough scar cream that can diminish no, that. No, <laughs> that I line. actually like so funny because on my implants, I had the 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 what do you call it the sutures around the nipple mm-hmm. like on the bottom part and I was so obsessed with not having a scar there that I put like scar tape on it for two years like I literally don't have a scar You're paranoid. yeah okay. I, but I, I'm psychotic that way like when right. I do something I do it too much like there's there's for me there's too much what is it what's the saying there is such a thing as too much of a good thing because I just keep, I overdo everything right right because I think it's helping and then I'm like I'm, I get obsessive about it and but. Now I'm off scars. So. I only I went under the boob because the only person that's going to see it is the guy I'm riding, and right. if he's really going to say something, <laughs> right, then get the hell true. out of my bed. Like right. once that once you're on top of them, they really don't care at that yeah. point. Like, <laughs> you're you're in the right. home stretch. <laughs> I know my girlfriends are like, Should we, I want to fix this and that and this down down on the another region. I'm like, listen. Once he gets you naked and he's down there, it doesn't matter. Right, right, right. Like I mean, I had the inside tightened, but the outside I just left alone. I mean, I have I have two kids, mm-hmm. but. 
it's not like super pretty, <laughs> but I don't care. They yeah. don't care. They're no, down they don't. there. They don't give a shit. No. And so my friend's like, but don't you think? I'm like, now you're taking your perfectionism to a level that is just too far away. It's too much. My doctor said that she put a couple extra stitches in. So yeah, that's yeah good. that was right. nice of her. And you just have, you have one little boy. Yes. He's what, seven. What's his name? Kyler. Oh, that's such a good name. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And he does not live, he's in New York right now. Yeah. He's uh, back and forth. So I go to New York and then he comes to California. So it's not a bad uh, yeah. situation for a child to be in New York. Right. And in, By uh, coastal Cali. at seven. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, now you have a podcast here on podcast one. I do. Tell us about it. How'd that come about by the way? Um, okay. So Instagram kind of happened really quickly for me, uh, and not even on purpose. It was kind of just an outlet for me. So I started posting way more, uh, funny memes than I did modeling pictures. And so if I went a week without posting a meme, I'd have people asking like, where are your memes? We follow you for your memes. I'm like, tell us oh. what a meme is. Okay. So I don't meme, even know. <laughs> okay. So a meme is kind of, um, like a picture and has like verbiage on it. So it okay. could be like a guy making a weird face and they just make up verbiage oh, it's not a picture for of you. It's no, a no, no. Just something. Yeah. You find oh, something off of the okay. internet. Kind of like the, um, Kim Kardashian weird face when she's making the crying face. People would like write stuff or okay. insert straws oh, into I her see mouth. What you're saying. Okay, um, got it. But then I started becoming a little too vulgar on there, kind of speaking my mind. Right. And I had uh, companies that were like, we're not going to rep you if you speak this way. Like you're, you're not conducting yourself in a right. professional manner. And it's like, no, no, no. Instagram's not supposed to be taken seriously. This is like a way for me just to let people know who I am. Right. So then I got Snapchat and I was like, all right, Snapchat, I can, you know, be myself. Then I had people telling me, but you're not sexy on there. Cause I, I'm known for lip syncing in the car, but to like, uh, earth, wind and fire and right. to like the doors and people are like, how, how old are you? Like, where's your, so I have the older crowd that loves it because they're like, how do you no, know these songs? Right, exactly. And then the younger crowd, um, are tired of seeing girls and you can tell me if I'm wrong. Would you get annoyed if you had a good looking girlfriend and for 500 seconds on Snapchat, all she's doing is zooming in on her boobs and her face, not even talking. It's just pretty, pretty, pretty. Look at my boobs. I'm pretty, pretty, pretty. I want to shoot myself. I want to shoot everyone because we get your pretty. We get it. But like do something with your life. So for me, I never will be that girl. Like Instagram, my society is breeding right now. You understand? Like you don't have to go to school. Insta famous. You're pretty. pretty. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, and, and, and the lips push out. Yes, and it's like, oh my god, where are we? Like, my kids see this, and yeah, and I, I'm embarrassed to be raising my children in, in this narcissistic world we're living. It's crazy that shit. I mean, I don't even take pictures, and Ray knows that. I'm always like, do I have, who's coming? Do I have for makeup? I don't want to take pictures. I, I'm too busy living my life and having fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. I do more Twitter than I don't really do Instagram. We started recently. I just because I don't take pictures. I leave it up to other people to, to send me pictures. Mm-hmm. And so I don't I don't have memes. I don't take pictures, selfies. I'm not that person really. Right. But I will tell you, when I see people doing it, I'm just like, get a life. Go do something. Right. Like, you're pretty. We get it. Like, mm-hmm. what else? Right, right. Bring it. Like, what else do you have? No, I'm, I'm right there with you. And it's sad because it's actually hindered a lot of my friendships with girls because I remember them before Instagram right. and now they turn into this because they pass a million followers or whatever it is. And that is a great accomplishment because not many people I think it's can addictive, do that. Though. I think they're addicted to... But when I'm at dinner with you and all you keep doing is refreshing your feed, we're not friends anymore. Like why Why is my company not important to you? Because I don't have my phone out. And right. the other thing too is when you first get together with these group of girls, picture needs to happen right away. Oh, it's, the second So it's you like you're him. hanging out with me for a picture? Right. No, no, but, no, no, no then. but that's... The, unfortunately we're breeding this like this is what everyone and my friends are the same you know we they're sitting there like 
I'm like, we're at dinner. I don't let my kids have their phones at dinner. Mm-hmm. Well, only one has a phone, but no iPad, no phone. I'm like, okay, we're having like FaceTime. Mm-hmm. We're, we're really going to sit and talk. And on Wednesdays, we have no electronics at all in the house because we're forgetting how to communicate. Right. Like we don't know. Like what – like they're on Minecraft and all these things I'm sure you know about. Mm-hmm. We are so busy posting selfies and taking pictures. We're not living life. And we don't know how to have a conversation because we're too busy like swiping and texting to actually talk to someone on the phone. Like right. I feel like our world would be so much better if we brought the fucking telephone back and said, listen, call me. Call me. Let's mm-hmm. have a conversation. Right. That's it. Like no more texting, no more emailing. Let's just talk and be a lot less car accidents because I really think that everyone's texting and driving. It makes me crazy. What about thank you notes? Whatever happened to those? Right? I mean, I send thank you notes to every single job that's ever like given me, you know, work or, you know, friends that I haven't talked to in a while, you know, send them a a thinking about you. That's nice. I don't remember the last time I got even like an invitation. It's all electronic. Yeah. If I check my phone, I get it. Yeah, exactly. You're like, what? No, I like the feeling of the nice, you know, card stuff. I just put it on my like, I'm very old fashioned. Like I like to see things. So even if it's in my phone, I write it down on a big desk calendar. Like I'm like, so do I. Mm -hmm. I have to see it like Mm -hmm. that. Otherwise... I know I'll just be like getting very impatient, wondering like what's going to bubble up, what's mm-hmm. it, like, or if your phone crashes, yeah. or you know, you know, your data is deleted, or no, whatever it's it is. Crazy. It's, no, I, I'm. We're on the same page when it comes to that. So um, no, wait, no. So how podcast one got right? In, yeah. Okay, so Snapchat. Um, my agent pulled me aside and he goes, "Have you ever thought about doing a podcast? Because you won't do what everybody's asking you to do. You kind of march to the beat of your own drum." And I'm like, well, yeah, like I can talk for hours. Give me a subject. I'll just rant. And I think with the people that I know, it would be interesting to kind of bring them in and get them to kind of come out of their shell. Right. And talk to about their phone down. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and really talk about what they do day to day. Because again, with Dan, I know him in a totally different light right. than what people perceive him on, you know, Instagram. So talking to him one-on-one is very different than what you see on social media. Um, and I said, you know what? I would be really interested. I met with Norm. We sat down and for a 20 minute meeting, it went on for like two and a half hours. Well, and I, I mean, just, he was looking at you. <laughs> no, he, it, yeah, we've it, had a lot of Fair meetings. to say, I was in sweats, no makeup, just from the gym because it was such I'm a last sure minute meeting. amazing still. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, so we just kind of, he goes, well, what do you want to talk about? And when I start going, uh, I kind of have like a little bit of a trucker mouth. I, I, I was raised pretty much by my dad. So it's very um, open. And I think more like a man. So right. it, with with me being, I guess, a hot girl in social media mm-hmm. and in the, the modeling world, the way that I think even about dating, I, I think I should have been born with a penis yeah. because I don't have the kind of emotional um, clinginess that most girls have. So when I talk to my girlfriends, I'm the first one to give advice, but my nickname's known to be the ice queen. Like people call me Elsa because when I get in a relationship, I'm just completely emotionally standoffish, but well, I have the I mean, sex drive of a man. Right. So. I, I feel you. I cross the board on that. That's all my friends are like, you have a dude mentality. I'm like, well, because I've been there. I've mm-hmm. done that. And I was dating a guy. I call him a mangina because he was so sensitive and he always wanted to talk. I'm like, you're the lady here. I, like, <laughs> I can't do this. Like, it's just exhausting to me. Like, you need I, like a man I, to kind of counter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I need like I am an alpha female. Like, I am like, mm-hmm. and I'm a mama bear. You know, you're a mom. Yep. Like, you get and I have boys and you have a boy. It's, it's just I'm. I don't know. I, I'm just not that girl. And right. I see these girls, my friends. Like, how do I get married? How am I gonna do this? I want the picket fence. And I'm like, honey. What are your spray tanning right now? Get a job. That's get a different say, job. Get your own picket like, fence. Get like yes, and then guess what? Men love confident women that don't need them. Right. They are so attracted to women that are off doing their own thing and are like, oh, I'll make time for you, but it's because it's my choice. You know what's funny though? I tend to disagree with really? that. Okay, so 
me again, same alpha female. And within all my friends, uh, they tell me like I'm the alpha even out of all my friends. So I'm the Beyonce out of, <laughs> okay. out of Destiny's Child. Um, so I always thought that like you have your own shit together. They're attracted to you, but I feel that it is a little bit emasculating. It can. Um, I mean, it depends on how you carry it. And I, maybe what we're putting into the universe, cause I usually tend to date not less than men, but guys that, um, I make more money than them or my career is a little bit more advanced than them. But you're I, attracted to them. Like, yeah, not. there's a sexual right. attraction. Um, and I kept thinking like, that's what I wanted, but it wasn't what I wanted. So I started changing the way that I thought. I'm like, I want a successful guy to kind of, you know, balance me right. because I was paying for everything. Right. I would put my I, credit card but, down. But, and then, but don't, then you get resentment. Yes. And then you <laughs> emasculate them because you resent them for not being able to be the man. Cause you're the man. I'm, you're doing it to yourself. I, I, do, I did. I do the same I know. Thing. It's like, so bad. I want to go out to nice dinners and just because you can't afford them doesn't mean I don't want to get dressed up and go out but then I was pissed because I'm throwing my credit card down I'm embarrassed that people are watching me pay for dinner another thing too is is when they don't offer when they expect so if I'm going to throw my credit card down the first time you know that I got this you know that you know I can take care of myself and most men are just like oh my god you put your like a real man right be like no no no, don't do that to me and I've been on dates to where guys are like that's you don't do that like yeah but then again, it's like those aren't the guys that I pursue. I think right. it's because it's this, um, I don't know, like we butt heads and I kind of just want to run ship. Yeah. So it's the guys, for me, if I see you on the road, like having passion, you you want to, to be something greater than, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pursue you. But it's the guys that get complacent and they're just like, oh, you know, she, she's got this. You know, we're going to take a trip. She's got this. It's like, after a while, you're it's, not that pretty. Well, you get, you're you not get that resentment. Pretty. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? And then you, I find myself abusing that and like being disrespectful. Yes. And, if there's no respect, yeah, there, you can say what you respect, want. I don't respect you. What, yes. Like, I don't, I mean, like I, the sex is great and you're pretty to look at, but like get a job. Like, yeah. Pay, like sell a house, pay for a dinner. Yeah. And oh, it makes me crazy. And I actually just started on Tinder. Have you been on there? Okay. <laughs> I really wanted to go on there because that goes back to, so all the pretty girls that are Snapchatting their bodies that are 22, 24, they have men lined up oh, out yeah. the door. But then you have a normal girl. Like one of the best things that helps me decompress is I play video games. So me and my son will play or I'll play by myself or I'll have friends come over. So it's like the epitome of like the best girlfriend in like, you know, in a bubble. But I have nobody hitting on me. I pursue the men. So it's like, I have these guys on, on Instagram or whatever, like, oh, you're so hot. I'd take you out, you know, to dinner, but it's like, but they could be a serial killer or they're like, yeah, not the guy that I wouldn't, I wouldn't date. Um, so the normal guys in LA, I don't know if it's intimidation or what, but I see all of my girlfriends who are vapid, who are young and have, you know, rocks in their head, but they have like celebrities, athletes, all these people that are just like blowing up their phone. And I'm not saying that that's what I want, No, but it does kind of like not bruises my self-esteem, but it's like, where's just a normal guy? Like just a normal, a banker, you know, an accountant. Well, that, that's the thing. They don't really exist in LA. The dating pool is really bad here. There are athletes, there are actors, and then there's all the guys that want to date 20-year-olds yeah. that are vapid, like you said, but they don't want to date a 35-year-old or a 40-year-old with a single mom. And it's, this is unfortunate, but the dating pool, no matter what you look like, you could look like you. They, it's a, we're packages and, and we have baggage, quote unquote. Right, 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 it's right. unfortunate, but no one wants to deal with that. And right. they also half the time don't want to deal with someone that can carry a conversation because you are an accessory right, right, for right. them. Yeah. You know, so people are intimidated. They get afraid. They know you speak your mind, I'm sure. But here's what I did on Friday and maybe you should try this. So I went on Tinder. I never was going to do it, but okay. I like, I was like, no, I was like super bored. It was driving back like from Orange County. And I realize, and you will do it too. So 
I was like, oh, okay, I think I'm a match. So the second you say match, you're a match with everyone. So the guys just go through and say yes to everyone. Mm -hmm. And so then they start texting with you. And it's kind of insane. I have my first date tonight, but it's kind of insane how quickly the conversation turns to sex talk. Of course. But I did meet one guy that was super sweet and nice, like a good Midwestern boy just moved out here from Ohio. And I think that's what you need. But the thing for me is these people have an image of what they think of you. So it's like, are they really going to be themselves? Like if I go on a date with Joe, is Joe really going to give me the Joe in a year from now after he's, you know, pretty much at ease with me? I feel like it will be like, I like to do that too. You like to play video games? Right. Everything you say is right. Yeah. So I wanted to actually, before I dyed my hair, I wanted to wear a wig and some pictures and be Ashley. And just kind of like wear glasses or something and kind of meet these guys and go on dates to see if there was, you know, uh, some kind of a match. And I kind of said no, because that's deceit. So what I'm looking for, I'm pretty much doing the same thing as if a guy were to be fake to me knowing that I'm Jessa. So just uh, for Tinder right now, no. And I don't want any friends um, hooking me up. I am... Kind of dating a little younger. Oh right yeah, now. it tends to happen. It's like the only- what's acceptable though. Okay, so I'm 31. What's acceptable? Like if you were I'd to be 23 and up, 22. Okay, well you're good. Listen, no, it's okay. No, I, I really uh, the youngest guy I've dated is 23. So I, that's like I, okay. I just that's all I know. So, but it is funny. It's like the young, super young guys ask me out, or super super old. There's no yeah, I've never dated 30s old. or four. Uh, I, I did once when he was 50, and I was 40. And it was just weird. I mean, I'm yeah. used to being with like, I'm attracted to the hottest guy in the room, unfortunately. That's not I bad. I wish though. I wasn't. No, that's not bad though. I know, but they're always like the biggest losers. Like honestly. Douchey or yeah. yeah. I mean, they always end up not being the people I should have gone out with, but that's who I go out There with. are some really hot 50 year olds. I there mean, I'm not going to lie. No, now, but the one I was dating, he did. He, he wasn't. He, no. Okay. No, not really. <laughs> um, but he was cool. He was nice. He actually was really, he's still a good friend today. So, I mean, he's hot. He was very smart and we mm-hmm. had good conversation. That's the first thing that I look for. And another thing people say is, oh, you only date hot guys. Granted, this 22 year old is beautiful, but I thought that he was 31, 32. Um, and I didn't find out till the fifth date, but looking at him, like his, he's so smart. Yeah. Like he comes from um, a different country. He's so smart. And so that's the first thing is I have to learn from the guy. Like you have to be yeah. business savvy or you have to speak another language. I'm like not even listening <laughs> anymore. I'm like, okay, uh, no, but it, taking it seriously, it's just having fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, what is it? Listen, you have to be you first and foremost. You have to make sure you have every, you're going after everything you want. I just, I feel like is like when people say, "Is it going to get serious?" Like, just go with the flow. Like, mm-hmm. wait and see what happens. Maybe you're going to end up with the sky forever. Maybe you won't. But I feel like when people put parameters or like what should be happening at this point and this point and this point, and that's when I am like, "You guys are scaring these guys off." First right, right. Of all. And the girls that are like, "What are we at the right, third date?" Which you're is, just like, "Oh God!" I, those are most of my friends are like, that. "I'm like, you can't do that." Right. I can tell you guys what to do. Don't do that. See, um, I'm the girl that like after we're done having sex, like leave my house. Yeah, like I'm I'm sorry, but I don't need you to cuddle me. I don't, I don't want like your hot cuddle. body oh, like when so I'm sleeping. Like- and it's sad because there's some great guys that are like, well, I need that. I'm like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> like you're dating there the might wrong be girl. a guy that will make you want that with him. Maybe down the road. Maybe you never yeah. know. And that's what I hope for. Like I don't want to get married. I've done that. I, I don't want to have kids. I've done that. But I'm hoping there's going to be a guy that comes along is going to be so great that makes me totally change, change my mind across mm-hmm. the board. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm leaving that open. I'm not saying 
I'm doubtful that that will happen, but I'm hoping that there's somebody out there that is going to be, I know, Ray's telling me to break, hold on, (laughs) that is going to make me change my mind and want to cuddle and want you to stay the night and want you to be in my kid's life. Like, I just, I don't want anyone around my kids like written at all. Mm -mm. Six years, single, nobody's around my kids except for, well, one guy. We'll get back to that. But we're going to take a quick break per my producer, Ray, (laughs) and we'll be right back. Hello. Hi, it's Ross Matthews. I want to tell you about a very special episode of Straight Talk this week featuring the one and only Perez Hilton. And boy, do we have some questions for him. How is he loving fatherhood? Why is he going on a Kardashian cleanse? Does he spell cleanse with a K? Which famous Bob Saget character is he playing in the new musical? And how is he loving his newfound New York lifestyle? Also, I have a big, big, big announcement to make on Wednesday. So don't miss out because it's all right here on Straight Talk with me, Ross Matthews, only on PodcastOne.com. That's podcast. O-N-E dot com. So, hey, guys, we're back with Brandy Glanville and Filter. Well, we're, I mean, I'm here, obviously, with Jessica, Jessica Hinton. She's hot, and she's danced in pizza. I saw that last night. My kids are like, what are you watching? I'm like, don't, don't look, don't look at it. I mean, it's actually fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But I was didn't really want my eight-year-old to see because he's already kind of pervy. Yeah. Um, so, so is my son. That's just boys. He likes right? boobs, I think, because yeah. I breastfed. Yeah, well, He's like obsessed with boobs. Yeah. I'm, I cannot walk around without clothes on anymore. Like I was doing that for a while and I'm like, okay, you guys are pervs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's over. <laughs> Officially perverts. Innocence lost. Yes. So wait, you're about to show me a picture of the cute 22-year-old. Let's see. Let's see. I'll tell you guys what I think. I mean, I'm pretty. Is he blonde or where is he from? Uh, he's from Iran. Okay. Ooh, we like the dark meat. I do too. Not usually. Oh. I'm actually um, not really into. I usually go for Italian. So I guess we'll. Uh... That's your ex-husband was Italian, right? Yes. Let's see. Ooh. Oh wow, he is real, real pretty. Is he a model? Yeah, he's a model, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I recognize him. He's like a like a, he does well as mm-hmm. a model. Yeah, he does personal training. That was his first thing, and uh, now he's starting to blow up. He doesn't look twenty two. He does. No. Look, he looks like he's thirty two. And I didn't know when I first met him. So that kind of uh, if I would have led with, like knowing, then it would have just been probably right. a sexual right. type of thing and not seriously dating. Well, he's very hot. Thank very, you. And very, treats very me hot. very well. Well, that's all. I mean, yeah. I can't. You're I can't. Really, <laughs> it's just. Good. But uh, another thing too is the youngest sibling I have is twenty four. So, I mean, as soon as my sister found out that I was talking to him, mm-hmm. she starts throwing jabs in because she's very, like, spunky. And she's like, oh, so when, you know, he was graduating high school, you were doing this. And when, and I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like, it's I mean, such everyone a, Everyone like, has to talk shit. Like, I don't understand that. Like, everyone, like, I was around this certain group of women dating a 23-year-old, dating, making out with. Okay. And they were all talking shit. And I was like, how many guys do I know that are 42 and dating 20-year-olds. Like, why is it's it a double okay standard mm-hmm. for them? But yet, when I do it, everyone gives me shit. Like, mm-hmm. not just my female friends, but male friends. I'm like, you guys are such a double standard. It makes me crazy. Do you get called cougar? Yes. And oh, I don't what age are you considered a cougar? Like, uh, that's where my head starts I don't starts go to... after them. They come after me. So that's... I feel like cougars are predators. Like They're the ones that sit listen, at the bars exactly. and they're nice, you know, Versace right. gowns. I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, I've been called that, but I'm really not. Mm-hmm. But I'm older, so it is what it is. But... I don't go after guys. I make them come after me, which I say I make them because you know what you do. You you know, you're out your back a little, do your thing, and mm-hmm. then it's easy. They come after you, but... But they come after you and I actually swat them away. Like, oh. it, just guys in general. It's kind of, if you can put up with me pretty much at my worst, then you get my best. Um, and I, I go on some tangents and, and I actually can flip out because... 
I'm so passionate about all the jobs that I do because I do so many different things yeah. about my son. So it's like if a, if a guy can't handle me stressed, then he can't handle me at all because right. I will flip the fuck out. Um, and so that's kind of what I lead with. And I probably lost a lot of good opportunities <laughs> like, with men. Like, Listen, this is what you're in for. First date, I'm like, so A, B, C, D is going to happen. Can you deal with that? You oh, know wow. what I mean? I, I, I'm very cold at first because... What and again, this you've is been me. hurt. You've been through divorce. I mean, obviously, no, I've never had my heart broken. Oh, you have. I've always been the one to leave. I've never had somebody leave me. Oh, you're a gangster. You need yeah. to fall in love. Like you need, you. Need I to want somebody to make love. me cry. Yeah. I want somebody well, that I can do that after. Okay. <laughs> I'll just punch you in your face. No, okay. no, no, no. Like I want, I want the person. This is again what you're saying. Somebody that can make you change your mind. I want somebody to make me feel like I can't breathe if they were to leave. Like that's right. something. It's a hopeless romantic. I've just never let myself get to that point. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the thought is a great, oh, very much so. But the thought is a great idea. You know, it's it's a nice, it's a nice fairy tale. Well, no, I I mean, I don't think anyone wants to think that there's no love out there for them, but you know, I don't, I mean, my walls are definitely up. You seem like yours are too. And you're focusing on career. So what's your end all be all with, with the media, with the podcast, with Instagram, what are you? What are your goals in the long run? So, social media is just something that I use to promote what I'm doing. So, basically, um, I'm a co-owner of an app coming out um, that's launching October first. Basically, Instagram is uh, based, they're shutting down anything that's considered risque because their demographics are thirteen they? to seventeen, and that's the most influential um, demographic. So, basically, Chrissy Teigen's "Free the Nipple," Rumor Willis, like all these people had their their Instagrams either taken down or Rihanna's deleted because of adult or mature type posting, which is fine. So what we're doing is we're like, all right, then we'll take it. So it's going to be a mature audience. It's going to be topless allowed. It's going to be butt allowed, but you have to be 18 or over. So that's coming out October 1st. And once they hear, it's called eye candy. Once they oh, hear cute, that there's going to be topless, I mean, it's just yeah, going to, everybody's going to go. Like, it's an easy sell. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the things. I also write children's books. So I have oh, two amazing. that are coming out. Yeah. And then um, I started blogging about beauty and fashion because that's kind of what every girl did. But then everybody knew me for pizza. So I started pizza about... Two and a half years ago, um, I'm Italian. My family, I went from being a full meat eater to vegetarian when my son was born. So I started learning how to make um, vegan or vegetarian pizzas. And I would become super creative um, with a bunch of vegetables and different kinds of vegan cheese. So I started pizza as my cheat meal and every girl started following it. So I did the pizza bikini that became viral. And I was like, you know what? I'm a foodie. Like I might model, but I don't diet at all. You'll never see me sit there with a fucking salad. Like, no, I I have one life. I'm going to eat whatever I want. Right. No, that's how you work out. So you can eat. I'm really. Oh, I mean, well, that's why I work out so I can eat. I, I think I cardio in bed is considered oh, my workout. Right. Well, get a little older and get back to me. No, um, it's I. I can't diet, but I have to work out because it's not what it used to be. It goes to places you're like, why? Why is the fat there? Like, why there? No, <laughs> and when are, I eat pizza a lot, I can start to see where it's going. Right. Um, my mom holds her weight in her stomach and her thighs. So I'm I. starting to see that now, um, which not I wish good. it went to my ass and my. I tits. know. I would like. Why can't we just pick where it goes? It's fatty. Well, my booty. ass is fatty. Let it go there. Go like every butts. other Latina or Brazilian. Right? Um, so. Instead of doing beauty and fashion, which I still love to do, the fashion that I do is like thrift store finds. It's Forever 21 finds. It's Target finds. So my demographic is like middle America. So I'm not yeah. going to blog about Gucci and I'm not going to spend the money on right. that. It's not relatable anyway. I mean, no. really. I mean, I have a son, so right. my money's going to him. Sing so what along. I started doing is um, I would go to local um, thrift stores and I'd be like outfit of the day and everyone started going on it. Like that's in a thrift store, this and that. I found a uh, Versace dress for $20. Oh, wow. So what I did is I took a picture 
blogged about it and I flipped it on eBay. Oh, wow. I made $280 off of the dress. So that's another little business I do is I find good finds. You're a hustler. And I, yeah, very much you're so. And I hate I that word. No, I like it. It sounds shady. No, it's not shady. I, I, I feel you. I mean, you're doing whatever and you can do to make ends meet and to get to that next level. I feel And you. I have to do those things so I'm not one of those girls going to Dubai. You right. know what I mean? So these people don't know what I'm doing. They see me traveling. Yeah, because I have jobs. Like I sit there and I, and I blog for hotels or I'll blog for restaurants. So I get to travel and I have a great life. My son gets to come with me. But the things that I'm doing behind, like selling the clothes, going and finding um, furniture, refurbishing it, like nobody knows about it because I don't really have to talk about it. Like right. you can see what I want you to see, but don't ever think that I'm doing anything shady or compromising my morals because that's the only thing I could teach my son, especially in LA. Right, like yeah. you have to treat women right and you have to make sure that you are not doing anything that you go to bed with this pit in your stomach. And that's something I would never do. Even if I had to work at Target or Walmart or whatever, I'd rather work there than date a man for money and make oh, me yeah, feel like no. a piece of shit. My friends are like, why didn't you just go like get a, like a millionaire guy and like, like, like sugardaddy.com? Yeah, that like, feeling is gross. I would, I, I would never like eat from the second I was single in this town, there was a bunch of old rich farts that were like, come on. I'm like, hell no. Like I, I, I get the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I need to be attracted to someone. I'm but people gonna, think that you will, right? Yeah, everyone. Yeah, because of course, what, everyone's like, "Why don't?" Or why they say, "Why don't?" Why don't you? Why don't you just get a rich old boyfriend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because that's disgusting. You have and, one life. That's how you're going to spend it oh, is becoming a raging alcoholic and miserable. pills because you hate your life. I don't need a yacht party that much. I don't need to go to Greece. You know what? I'm going to contact hotels in Greece and be like, hey, if you let me stay for free, I'll write about you. And then right. I'll pay for my flight. That's way better than sitting there and have to sit with somebody that you hate. And not even sit. You have well, to like, do a lot <laughs> insert of things. them in I your mouth. Like, oh, I don't even like penises in my mouth with the guys that I do like. So why oh, am I going to put God. Muhammad's penis in my mouth to go to <laughs> Dubai? Like it's not going to happen. Not not happening, Mohammed. You heard it here first. <laughs> well, it's been awesome talking to you. I really I respect the hustle. And don't, I know you don't like that word, but I say I always say I'm a hustler. Like, yeah. like what do you know? Like, I have 18 different jobs. I can't tell you exactly. And nobody thinks that you do, but it's like they 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 don't know what goes on well, behind the scenes to make you the person that you how are. Would and how we you live paying the rent and doing everything that we do if we didn't have the job. You know what? Well, I mean? you know like, how people do it. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but they know me, and my real friends know that it's just not who I am. Right, but and I'm that's sure people assume when they see a pretty girl with big boobs that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're signed up for any old guy that'll take you. Or you're a model. Right. Oh, all yeah. these girls on Instagram are models. It's like, no, no, no. I was doing this back in the day. Like, oh, it's, it's like, it's so funny now. All of these girls are models, TV hosts, actresses. No, you work at Cheesecake Factory. Like, just <laughs> own that you work at Cheesecake Factory. I mean, and with all the filters and everything, I have to say, and I don't care because, like, my friends will send me pictures. I'm like, is this us? Because we look real good. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not what we look like tonight. I was there. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, I fixed it here. I fixed it there. Tweaked. Like, you can do. We, she took 10 years off of us. And mm-hmm. I was like, holy heck. You You're like, do- my esthetician can't even do I that. Know. Yeah. I, I was just like, oh my God, what are you guys doing? So all of these pictures that are, are being posted are actually, our kids are looking at them and wanting to be these like perfect people. And these people aren't perfect. Look at Kylie Jenner. Oh. 17 looking like she's you know uh, hot tamale like i'm I, she is my guilty pleasure like I, she can do fan. no wrong i mean with i me. think she looks really good and that's horrible for me to say that i i like i like the way she looks i like the transformation but i feel like she's lost mm-hmm. because it's just she's so young and to have grown up with these sisters that kind of made reality you know a big it, i mean they made it's like your son coming to you at 16 17 saying mom i want a dick implant like that's pretty much what it is because she got her boobs done. She got her lips done all at 16, 17. Cause she's like, mom, I'm the ugly one. Like I need to get fixed. It's like you, you have two boys, right? Yeah. One of them being extremely good looking. And, and then the other one's like, I'm not, can I have a dick implant? It's like, 
No, no, no. When you're 21 and you want to do whatever you want to do, especially like girlfriends, I'm like, when you're out of the house, you can have a fucking girlfriend. But I want to hold on to their innocence so much. And as a mom, again, she's a mom. Money will never, ever, ever change the way that I raise my son or any other kids that I have. If I had a daughter and she looked up to Kylie, it's like, good for you. Good for you. No highlights for you until you're 18. (laughs) Like, don't ask me for anything. You are going to live the awkward teenage years that I had to go through. Well, we have to make them hustle. Right. Because we're all connected to our phones mm-hmm. 24-7 or the iPad or on-demand TV or whatever. We can have anything we want and whenever we want it. So why wait for that Ninja Go, you know, cartoon when we can watch it right now? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, gosh, I want to raise my kids a little bit wanting something. Like, what do you want for Christmas? Well, I have everything. I don't know. And that's how, yeah, I find myself like uh, the you toy store, you know, wants? you're just like, yeah, I know. You don't want anything. That's sad. Yeah. Or when you go somewhere and you're like, he has everything here. Like I grew up very poor. Me, and and so well. it's like when we had Christmas and birthday, we got gifts. If my son wants a new art set, if he wants the new, you know, Spider-Man thing, it's like, I want to give him what I didn't have, but then I kicked myself in the ass because that one little attitude he gives me, it's like, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm creating this. Like, I'm, doing I'm the, the one. Same thing. It's so bad. It's a mind fuck. Because it is. Uh, you, want, you want to spoil them because you didn't have it. And then they're like complaining because they're eating out at restaurants. I'm like, I went to we a top ramen one time a year. On. One time a year. And it was like, what it was Sizzler, if I was lucky. Oh, no, we eat a blue ribbon. I like, mean, we eat at like, uh, Katsuya. And it's just like, uh, my parents would be like, you are going to spend a hundred dollars on dinner. That's disgusting. And now it's like, I have to sit there and go back and be like, right. no, no, no. Once a week, maybe we'll go out. We were going out every day. We were, you know? I mean, it's like, so we, bad. Like, Can we go to Mastro's? I'm like, please don't say that. Loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're going to Tony Roma's and you're going to like it. Red Lobster is I mean, next to our house. Oh. You were going to go. No, no, no. I know it. And we are trying to do the best by our kids and for our kids. But at the same time, when they do, I'm scared of my son being 13 telling me to go fuck myself. Well, I have a 12 year old and that won't happen because he'll get slapped upside the head, but he is starting to talk back and I'm, I'm not having like, it. Not yeah. ha- I'm trying. I'm like, Oh my God, I have to get, he's going to be bigger than me. He's, he's a giant child. I'm a tall person, but he's going to be huge. Yeah. So I have to get a rain on this before next year. Cause it's, <laughs> it's starting like yeah. he's starting to just sprout up and I'm like, Oh my God, if he's talking back to me, and then he's 6'3 and pushing me. Like, I could only imagine. Like the Jerry Springer type situations yeah, where it's like, like, Mom, go fuck yourself. Right, it's like, like uh, what? It's, like, you think, like, I always think, like, it's the parents' fault. It's like, no, 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 I did the best I can. Why? It's just, it's an adolescent thing where you're just like, yeah, it's a phase. I said more- it to my dad and he slapped me across the face. But I mean, I said it. Yeah. You know, but I was deathly afraid of my parents. Right. Deathly the afraid. The look. Yes. I was like, oh, uh oh. I need to get that look, like, down because teen- right now it's starting years. to. I know. And he's I have only a voice. seven. I'm Do like, you? Of course. <laughs> the, the tone? Yeah. No, and, and what's sad too is I was so scared to have a daughter because I knew how I was with my mom. And I was the eldest, so it's kind of like I was the, the training wheels for, for right. the rest of them. And now the other siblings just got like a free ride. You know, they just like got to sleep over, got to like leave the house oh. whenever they want. I was grounded for everything. So I remember being so rebellious. And for my son raising him, I'm very open. Whenever we get into a confrontation, I get on my knees, so I'm looking right at him eye level, and we talk about it. I hated when my parents said, because I'm your mom and I say so, or because, right. you know, go do it now because I say so. It's like, no, 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 they don't understand. And that's the thing where it's just like, oh, you yeah. get that. Mm. So with him, I try and communicate, but it, it, there's still nothing you can do when they don't agree. Right. And they give you the, the look or they give you the under the breath. It's like, I'm going to bop you across <laughs> your mouth. You want to call child services? I don't Ooh. care. It's going to happen. No. I'm not going to be that one parent in public that gives you a Snickers because you want it. No, no. we're going to leave the fucking store yeah. and I'm going to talk to you in the car. I have no shame in my game. Like if we're at the store and Jake will like help do something, I'll, I will take his iPad. Like right, I'm like, nope, it's it's gone, and mm-hmm. he'll start screaming. He can throw out a fit. 
I'm like, now it's gone for two days. Yep. I go, and everyone's staring. I'm like, we can do this all day. Like, I love it. Ugh. But it, it's like a standoff, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm, and I, and my big thing is I have to follow through. I never give in. Like, even if they and start it breaks crying, your heart, but you have to. And then I'm like, well, let's go get shaved ice. We'll do something else. Like, yeah. get your, your mind off the iPad. No, but I'm right there I with took you. it away. I have to, have to be tough. But at the same time, it's hard because I do spoil them a little bit. And at the same time, I'm like, don't act spoiled. So it's difficult, but I, you know, you want to give them what you didn't have, but you want to raise proper children. It's a balance. And being a single mom, uh, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, it really is. I mean, I, I commend you for all you're doing and for taking care of a little man and being a hustler. I like it. <laughs> a boss bitch. Well, is there, do you want to tell us how we find you on social media? Sure. Um, Jessa Hinton. Um, Snapchat is Jessa Hinton 1 if you guys want to see my shenanigans. You will not see me in a bathing suit bouncing up and down on a trampoline. Damn it. I'm sorry, guys and girls. <laughs> that's um, on your app. Your app that's coming out. So yeah, yeah. So I don't have a channel on that because I don't want to model anymore. I don't right. want to... I'm 31, and what's great is I've had more. Uh, I've had longevity as opposed yeah, to most girls, no, where it's just like you say 31, they're like, ugh. Well, it's like 24, like okay, you're out. Yeah, agencies won't even yeah. take if you're past 24. And I think the reason why, because I did this all on my own, no manager, no agent, no nothing. Um, I think that the reason I did so well is because of my personality. I show up on time. Right. I'm never a diva, and it's crazy to say that social media is like a a, a, platform. a big thing. But the girls that have a million followers, they're sitting there yapping their gum on their phone when they're, you know, it's like, no, 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 you're there to do a job. And that's why I think that I keep be, being Working. successful yeah. it's because what you see is what you get. And I'm going to make fun and I'm going to have jokes and I'm going to, I'm going to come at you with, with energy because at the end of the day, I don't want anybody feeling shitty. Like no. if I can make it a better place and I'm going to do it, I'm going to, I'm going to be the goofball. And so Snapchat is what you'll see is basically no makeup. If I have a huge breakout, like I do right now, that's why I'm going to Vegas. Cause I'm going to see my esthetician. Um, you're going to see that. I'm going to tell you what I do to cover it. And you know, any girl that follows me knows they follow me for me, not right. because I'm no, pretty, not course. because of anything else, because if because I have an issue, know, like, like if you have, like you're, th- guess what? You may look perfect, but you're not perfect at all. And so it's nice when somebody that people look up to say, you know what? I have a big old zit. What do I do? Or like, give me some advice or this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go get it injected or I'm going to like, I, I struggle with my skin. So I feel you, but flying to Vegas for esthetician, that's. Well, driving. Um, oh, I driving. actually. So another thing is, I'm coming out with a skincare line with my esthetician for models, for makeup artists, and girls that travel so much. Because being on a plane, I'm always on a plane. My skin freaks out all yeah. the time, and to different climates. So I'm coming out again, another side job. Coming out with a skincare line based on um, the lifestyle that I've had to live because I can't find anything to help me, like at all. And I've been to esthetician, dermatologist, pills, this and that, you know. And so we're going to do an intense chemical peel. And so I'm going to look like the Crypt Keeper. It's going to be scary. And I'm going to document it. I'm going to take pictures. And That's if you good. guys don't want to see it, then don't follow me because I will show you how scary I'm going to look. I have to show you a picture. I don't know if I have it anymore, but I did like this laser peel on my face and my hands and I look like Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Like really, and I posted it and people were like, what did she do? Or I posted it saying, oh, laser peel gone wrong. Like, but everyone's like, what did she do to herself? I'm like, okay. Granted, Twitter is not the same as Snapchat and right. all of these things. You can't have a conversation with people. It was just – it hit like all these magazines and blogs that I ruined my face. And I was like, I was just telling you guys I got lasered and this is what I look like. Like I was being – Oh, so people think that you were trying to like yeah, get I was I was being and- funny and I was like, no. I was like, this is – I'm in tonight. Like, eh, And I just had my re- – it was like really disgusting. But right, right. I thought it was funny. And everyone's like, oh, she's ruining her face. What she? I'm like, fucking, listen, I've grown up with, like, I've had adult acne. Mm-hmm. So it's a battle. Like, it's, my mom has it. It's, it's My mom, too. And yeah. I, I didn't have it my entire life until I turned 25. Right. And then I was like, what the fuck? 
So I totally, like, I've always been obsessed with skin and all of that stuff. And every time I do anything, I was like, are you doing something to your face? Like, I'm like, dude, it's a, it's a peel. Yeah, it's, yeah. Or it's a laser. Like, shut up. It makes me crazy. But even still Botox, like, I'm still very open on that. I'm 31. I've been getting, oh. getting Botox since I was 27. A lot of people sort of say, oh, and I posted a picture the other day and it's like, she got her lips done, her cheeks done, this and that. I'm like... Oh, or it could be makeup, or there's that. Like right. people, once you say yes to Botox, like they they say everything. every like they just think it's everything. it's not a gateway drug, it, guys. It, I mean, it's ridiculous, but whatever. I always say people that you know they're just jealous. They just want to do it. They wish they had the money to go and take care of themselves, and they can't. So right. like fuck them off. <laughs> Oi! All right. Well, that's awesome. I'm really excited. I'm gonna listen to your podcast. Um, and you should. The last one was on dating in LA. I tried to last night, but I started to, and the kids are there. I'm like, not no. I don't know. I just didn't know what was gonna come. No, up. it's it's very vulgar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't well, do it. I mean, they're used to me, but I'm like, they're like, oh, you said the f bomb. You owe me a dollar. I'm like, you owe me your lives. <laughs> it happens. The word fuck happens. Let's just put it out there. All right. Well, thank you so much. It was lovely meeting you and um, I'll be tuning in and I'm going to follow you on Instagram right now at Jessa Hinton. Just mm-hmm. Jessa Hinton. Yes, it? ma'am. Mm-hmm. All right. We're good. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, that was a fun show. And I just wanted to say thank you to my guest today, Jessa Hinton, the sexy, the beautiful, the little bit angry, but we like her still, um, for coming in and hanging with us. Make sure if you're in Palm Desert next week. Go to Morongo Casino on the 24th and we can hang out. We can drink wine. I'm signing my wine in the casino. We can party like it's 1999. So it'll be a lot of fun. And, you know, always get the books, get the teas, get whatever you can. Support my babies. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. 